When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas podcast. Stunning Sansi at your service. To my right, Rowdy Ralph Camus, and right across me, Ravishing Ro Moran, welcoming you to the Charles Barkley episode. It's 104. Mm. Uh, well, hello, everyone. It's late as we record this. Yeah. And uh, it's Wednesday night, and tomorrow we are bringing you... A whole new episode we're, we're, we're taping the whole new episode Of The Wrestling Gods Right So we're so excited about that But we don't want to give too much away So we'll just leave it at that Today though We're recording this on March 16 Which makes it 316 which 16 makes it, 316 16 That's right Which makes today Stone Cold Steve Austin Day Hell yeah oh, Are you going to put hell yeah there? No yeah. No, no. 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 We, I mean, Carry on <laughs> Carry on. So happy Stone Cold Day, everybody! In case you're listening to this uh, on on the 17th or whatever date you're listening to this, uh, I hope you guys celebrated by uh, kicking open a can of beer or you know, kicking opening a can of whoop ass somewhere. Oh, well, legally, legally, yeah. I was just about to say that. Legally, yeah. So that's wait, advice. Wait, how can you open a can of whoop ass legally? Um, on a on an inanimate object in your room, in the safety of your room. Or, or on a blow-up dog. On a blow-up dog. If you want a blow-up dog. What? Or by doing your job well. Like, give us Austin would talk about opening a can of audio whoop-ass by doing a good podcast. That's true. Yeah, so... Well, I've been um, watching a lot of BDT. Sorry. Japanese wrestling does this to you. Good job, guys. <laughs> good job. Anyway, uh, uh, first off, we'd like to thank everyone once again who's been subscribing and evaluating us uh, from wherever you are, whether you're in Manila or Chicago or Menlo Park or uh, <laughs> the UAE. Thank you so much for bringing us to this point where we are the number eight, eight, seven ranked podcast in the sports and yes. rec section. It's a lot better than the 140s that we've uh. been middling at yeah, this is our range yeah, well, this, we, this, this, this is the, the fair range very wildly up and down uh, the top but, 100 yeah not a lot of complaints there so we're, we're glad that we're here and we're glad that you've still stuck with us 104 episodes in so um, as we record this well, we gotta tell you what's in store we're gonna talk about Raw a lot of things that happened there plus we have an exclusive inter- interview with our first ever Wrestlemania correspondent <laughs> Albeit a few years delayed Yeah, yeah, yeah A couple of years delayed Yeah, but you know It's still a very fresh take I guess Because I've never heard The story before Yeah, 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 sure Right And we've never been To Wrestlemania ourselves I'm sure many of you Have not been to Wrestlemania in the flesh So Here's a a man Who has been To Wrestlemania Not once but twice Yes And there's a lot of envy about him Yeah and, and he's Pinoy So he gives us a good point of view Of how it is to be Pinoy In, in a Wrestlemania live and in the flesh mm. His name is Ardo Miravalles And we'll get to talk to him in just a bit For now though We gotta talk about Raw So let's start off with the return of Roman Reigns He was gone for two weeks He shows up 
and he gnarls and he walks slowly to the oh, ring. Oh, ang, ang weird lang. Um, it's a little off-putting. It's off-putting because he's supposed to be. He's still supposed to be a face, and I would assume that this would be something that a heel would do. Now you show up and then you stare a guy down menacingly. It's actually weird that he doesn't come down. He doesn't come down through the crowd anymore. Um, even if he was in danger of getting kicked, at, uh, you know, getting mauled, uh, it still would have been a good touch. Uh, so I was I was expecting him as a superhero babyface to come mm-hmm. rushing down, come charging the ring, bum rush the ring, yeah, bum rush the ring, and you know, wail on Triple H. But no, that did not happen. Yeah, all we got was a very slow walk oh and then uh, a very half-assed beatdown. Nung simula, mm. I, I mean, granted, the entire beatdown as a whole wasn't half-assed, but mm. there was something about it, and I, I wrote this Aurora review. There was something about it that it, it kulang sa para sa akin. It was bland. Mm. Yeah, it, it was it, very there, bland. Um, it was weird because uh, Roman is known for his energy, and then this particular beatdown was exactly the opposite. Yeah, of energetic. Right. I mean, I get that uh, Triple H legitimately got hurt. He mm. actually bled. Uh, they had to sp- staple him up backstage uh. to fix the cut. But uh, uh, you could tell it from just watching that there, there wasn't the same energy that you'd feel from Roman Reigns. And that's probably uh, also because two weeks ang nawala. Uh. So, mm. ang tagal ng time na nawala siya. And then he had to do so much to make a huge impact that what he did was not enough. Mm-mm. And... Um, I firmly believe that they could have made use of one of those weeks. Have them cut a promo via satellite and just tell Triple H, when I see you again, this is what I'm going to do. And if he actually gets to do it, that ups his credibility as a babyface. So, well, assume, well, taking into consideration that he did not do any of these babyface things, does this mean that uh, are they hinting toward him turning heel? I don't think so. I, I just think that um, let, let's take that aside, Muna. Uh, yung, yung hypothesis that he could be turning heel. Okay. It was just bad booking. It was just okay. bad sure. writing. So right. it, it was sloppy. It was bad agenting. Yeah, even. yeah, that was it. So sayang missed opportunities. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And and it's opportunities that you can't miss on the road to WrestleMania. I mean, yes, certain years have been a little bit more lackluster, i.e., last year. But this is bad. It's just bad. I'm just afraid that um, we'll we'll get to WrestleMania and none of us will still give a shit about Roman. Which is funny because in just one episode of Raw, they managed to get us to invest heavily on Dolph Ziggler. Oh boy. Uh, well, party <laughs> didn't like Ziggler. Uh, he's had experience. And even though he's not the best mic guy, he can still cut a really emotional promo. He's, <laughs> he's you know, way advanced, way ahead of the curve over Roman in that respect. Well, not just Roman. I mean, compared to most other guys who get promo time. No, that's not true. Right back. Right back. Okay. I point to Ryback. I point to Ryback. That's, that's a low-hanging fruit. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how can you, you point to it <laughs> if it's low-hanging fruit? I, I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're you're talking about guys who, you know, people feel strongly about. I mean, a lot of people feel, well, on the internet, feel strongly about oh. Ryback. You know, nobody he, feels strongly about Ryback. They, they're either here or there with him. Ralphie Mabayashi feels strongly about. Yeah, Ryback. he likes Ryback. I know, but. Here's 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 my point. Here's my point with Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler can do what anyone put in this position would do. Mm. Well, yeah, he has you know he's ahead of the curve, so that's why he was able to you know u- utilize those talents into getting over. 
I just like how uh, they were able to give him a good story for that night, mm. and uh, they matched him up against Triple H, stacked the deck against him, and um, had a great showing. Yeah, he had a great show. Great he, showing. he looked like a million bucks out there mm. to the point that I was really rooting for Dolph Ziggler to win no. and get his singles match. And Hunter was in a, a half of that was Hunter doing his job. Yeah, like you know, even though he looked, uh, even though he stole the win or he got the win, uh, he looked vulnerable enough to give. Dolph, an inkling an, a, a chance yeah a small chance and maybe just maybe he might win right well just something just something you have to take into consideration here um and this is this is just something i read recently mm-hmm. like i'd say early this morning oh. this might actually be trips's last raw match all things all things it's considered likely, yeah. because you know after wrestlemania maybe he gets one pay-per-view match against Roman rollins Reigns, yeah. rollins roman and then that might just be it. Okay. He put over Dolph. I mean, it's it's quite obvious to most of us that he put over Dolph. No, way no, over. no, no, no. It's not obvious to most of us. What? Well, well some of us. Some of us. Some of us. People think it was a burial. It's not. It's not. It's a freaking beautiful moment for Dolph because if if it if this turns out to be Trips's last Raw yeah. match uh-huh. ever uh-huh. in his storied career. And he gave Dolph a match like this where he bled out. He, you know, he took a lot in mm. this match. That's an honor for Dolph. Yeah. And Dolph gets to carry that. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, it's a nice that, moment. That's, but if you don't now, see that, if you don't see that, we're telling you, mm. it's potentially this way. The only shameful thing about it is that uh, it's been two years, almost two years since Survivor Series 2014. And then they're only picking up everything just now for... Well, it's to make up for whatever is missing in the WrestleMania card. But all the same, it's kind of embarrassing on their part. Yeah, and you know, um, Ziggler has been floundering around for quite a while, diba. Right? So the fact that it took them this long to notice that, hey, Ziggler's not doing anything. Why can't we do something with him right now? It, it doesn't say a lot about... Uh, creative. Yeah, about creative, being creative. Again. Right, uh, how about New Day? I, I want to talk about the New Day and how um, what happened on Raw was kind of what I predicted would happen at Roadblock, except for the fact where the New Day retained their titles. Mm. Um, mm. I wanted the New Day to lose the titles because sure. if the League of Nations were to just beat the living shit out of the New Day and then win the tag team titles and use the numbers advantage against New Day, it, it makes us all very sympathetic towards Big E, Kofi, and Xavier. Mm-hmm. They didn't exactly do that because, number one, uh, New Day still had to cheat to win. Mm-hmm. Number two, New Day retained, mm-hmm. and number three, um, the the League of Nations isn't as scary and imposing because they didn't win the championships. Yeah, but they beat. They had the final say. They yeah. had the last laugh. Yeah, they they did. Parang kulang lang para sa akin. I wish na they went all the way na. Well, Just sure. All in. Sure. Um, to me, well, to me, the reason why I think they didn't pull the trigger on a full ba- babyface turn. Is because I felt like someone in there maybe rightfully thinks that if the New Day were to suddenly become clean-cut faces, not only would it make almost zero sense, but it would also kind of make them toothless. Because if, if you it, it if transition too quickly, if it ha- you know, you, you see it happen with uh, a lot of um, uh, baby face turns. Uh, suddenly they act all goody-goody, and then they become, you know. Too soft, uh-huh. for lack of a better term. Yeah. So okay then, cheating to win is fine. Um, 
even though it's hard to peg them as you know, if they become anti-heroes um, it's it's illogical it's a logical uh, narrative direction but as for the championship uh, situation then I would have to agree with you I, I, we did call it nah, it was gonna it was gonna happen that but on roadblock yeah but um, since it was two on three that night it also kind of didn't make sense you know right 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 so y- y- yun, yung sa Raw, I, uh, yeah, I think this one it would have been the best time here in Raw. Would have been justified, mm-hmm. right? But it was a, a great match. Yeah. Good match, good match. The thing really boils down to is that New Day is one of the are one of the hottest teams, factions right now in all of pro wrestling. I'd say number three, number one. Uh, yeah, fine. Number two, number two, more or less. And the League of Nations is like far, far beyond. Mm. Like they, they, they have been toothless since they came together. So now would have been a good time to give them a chance to have that heal. At the very least, yeah. If you're not, if you're, you know, if you're sick into having New Day retain, it might as well have them win by DQ yeah. on Raw. At could. the very least, yeah. Well, yeah, dun, dun lang, uh, dun lang sila nagkulang, I guess. Um, other things that happened this week, uh, we got to talk about the Neville injury. Ah, fuck. So our injury count is now what? Double digit? Yeah. It's not so bad because he's only going to be out six weeks. So that's uh, a month and a half. But he's missing mania. He's, he's missing, missing mania. mania. That's, that's That much is clear. Well, I can't tell if it's a big deal because uh, for all we know, he might just be in the Battle Royal. But it's still, the fact that yeah, he's yeah, missing sure, mania. Yeah, sure, sure. You, you miss a payday and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sayang lang. Uh, I I feel bad for Neville, but we have to give props to Chris Jericho for what he did. Mm. Um, he was just being a consummate professional out there. Na, he he noticed, but na umiika ikana si Neville, and oh. also props to Neville for toughing it out. Yeah, yeah, that was great. He was it able was, to execute several moves. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that when you watch when you watch it back after you find out what happens, it's like wow, holy shit, veteran ring generalship. Props to you, Chris Jericho, for not being a complete asshole. Why would he be a complete? No, what? no, no. no. I'm, what? what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is, I know there was Dig there was an opportunity. There was there was an opportunity for him to just really wail and do what? something and do something that was uncharacteristic of Chris Jericho, the person. Huh? To what? get what are you trying to sense. say? Wait, wait. That's Why would he be what? Jericho's been established as a pro. As in, a, a Jericho's been a pro. pro for like what, twenty years? Yeah. So alam niya how to, Why would he wait? How to what? deal with a situation like that? He wouldn't turn heel in real life. What are you trying to say? Exactly. Because we both got lost. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry for sorry for losing you there. No, you lost yourself. <laughs> what the fuck are you? What? Okay. What? Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho made the right move. Made the right yeah, move. No. 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 I know. This is what I think you're trying to say. Chris Jericho was smart enough to realize that he was that Neville was hurt. Because say if not, if if Jericho did not realize that Neville was hurt, he would have taken advantage of the of you know Neville's downtime and wail on him like a, like you know a pro like wrestler would. would still go. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Thank, uh, thank you, thank you, on air. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're an idiot. <sighs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> Anyway, so so yeah, um, I I don't know kung bakit hindi napansin ni Charles Robinson yon. Sure, he's right. he's doing his job. He's keeping kayfabe. No, I just uh, uh, hindi tao eh. And you know, um, I guess Neville did a good job of toughing it out. Kaya hindi rin yeah, 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 sure, yeah, yeah. That's actually you know, a good point. Na 
Neville, if you know, if you were not paying close attention to the match, uh, you would you wouldn't have known any better. Yeah. See, he still did a run, uh, you know, a run, uh, a Frankensteiner actually, a Frankensteiner, and uh, a kick using the the injured leg, right, the right. injured foot. So you know, uh, you wouldn't have no- noticed it, and it took me a while to notice it as well. Because mm. I thought, nah, you know, I thought that was a scripted finish. So apparently not. So uh, uh, little Nate was actually not doing his job. He's actually doing his job too well. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Right, right. So um, again, uh, just to sum it up, uh, Neville's out with a hairline fracture, and mm. he'll be gone for the next six weeks. So until then, uh, you know, our, our prayers go out to the man that gravity forgot. Well, this time gravity remembered. Damn it! <laughs> Beginning of the sea. But I actually, actually have to take the time out to say that um, some people are pointing to this, are, are using this, this uh, incident to further the cost for you know. WWE is too dangerous. While I generally agree with that sentiment, nah, there's too much. Um, this particular accident is not the is not the result of a uh, of a, a grinding schedule. It's just really a freak accident that could have happened to anyone on any night. You know that's why you have to master the fundamentals. Pretty much all um, the fundamentals of physical movement, so you don't land awkwardly on your foot. Uh, I want to talk about SmackDown really quickly before we proceed to our uh, interview with Ardo. I, I really enjoyed this week's episode. Number one, because you had the Miz TV where uh, Sami Zayn, Neville, Miz, and Owens all interacted. So that was fun. And then they had that fun little tag team match. And then see, uh, just to bring up Jericho again, he actually cut a great promo on uh, Y2AJ. And uh, he also burned an effigy of AJ Styles. So he took a t-shirt of uh, Y2AJ put it in the trash can, and then he set it on fire. So I thought um, it, it's, it's not one of those things that you would normally see uh, um, these days in pro wrestling. So it was a nice touch that, uh, that Jericho did. So, uh, yeah, SmackDown is quickly becoming one of the more underrated shows on TV again. And I would like to say that that's partly because of the new creative direction with Ryan Ward in the picture, but also because of having Mauro Ronaldo on, on commentary. So there. In just a bit, we'll be talking to our guest, Ardo Miravalias. So uh, we'll, we'll talk to him about WrestleMania 25 and WrestleMania 30. But before we do that, we got to remind you about the upcoming viewing parties happening as we celebrate WrestleMania weekend. So first, yeah. you've got Res- uh, NXT TakeOver. The viewing party is happening at Wingman. Uh, we're not sure yet if it's at the UP Town Center branch or the Akasha Estates branch. We'll keep you guys posted on social media. But it's definitely happening on Saturday morning. That's April 2. So we all get to see Zayn versus Nakamura live together on the WWE Network. And of course, two days after that, April 4, that's a Monday morning. We're all going to flock over to Skinny Mike's at BGC. We're all going to eat some chicken wings. And we're all going to watch WrestleMania together again. You just shortchanged Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Finn. Sorry, Joe. But yeah, uh, we you know um, we we had this last year by the WrestleMania mm. viewing party. Yes, we're gonna have that again, and uh, we're excited to see you there. And of course, the wrestling gods—it's gonna be back on the air right after Holy Week. So stay tuned for that on Fox. No, oh. we did a bunch of promos and right after Holy Week, or Holy Week, man. Right after Holy Week, the week after Holy Week. Yes, yes, the okay. week after Holy Week. It, it'll be on air all week long uh, through WrestleMania, pa. So that's Holy Week, na si God's na tayo, di ba? 
How fitting. Anyway, uh, yeah, um, we'll, we'll keep updated on more details regarding those events. For now, though, our conversation with Ardo Miravalles. Episode 104 of the SGP Podcast rolls on with our special guest for this week. And since WrestleMania season, it, well, we're right in WrestleMania season already, and WrestleMania is right around the corner, we figured it would be a great time to talk to somebody Top Pinoy, who's actually been to WrestleMania, and uh, wouldn't you know it, our guest tonight has been there not once but twice, and I think he's also been part of the SGP community. So if you've been lurking around, you may have seen his name before uh, on one of the comments uh, on on the different threads. So let's welcome to the podcast, Mr. Ardo Mira Miravalles. Is that right? You got that right, Stan. All right, thank you. All right, so Ardo, welcome to the podcast, and. Uh, you actually messaged me yesterday And uh, you asked if you could share your story I, I didn't know that your story involved You having gone to two different WrestleManias Yeah, um, I didn't disclose that I've gone to two Because um, I've only written about one um, That was WrestleMania 30 um, But yes, I've been to both um, 30 and 25 I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a stickler when it comes to numbers um, If you can see But that doesn't assure myself of being at 35 Because maybe I can wait until 40 40. Yeah, I, I could wait until 40. Or if there was a, another, um, I guess, PPV on my bucket list, it would be the right. Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it brings, a certain, fun it brings a certain surprise element, and then it's pretty much the most different among all the PPVs. So maybe that one first before another WrestleMania for me. So I guess the big question is what is it like uh, to be right there live and in the flesh? Um, just like what I put in my article, which I uh, got published two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. It is not just a wrestling event. It's almost like a huge pop culture event. Mm. It is. I kind of liken it to a music festival, you know, because right, it's, right. it's not just about um, that Sunday night. Um, the WWE has come up with a really, really extensive program where it's almost like it's WrestleMania week for that entire city. And when you get there, you usually start on a Thursday, and you see that. Um, of course, you feel that fans are all. All over the world are mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. And there's just a different vibe for, for the city So it's almost like the city's hosting an Olympics And you'd see that everything about it is Wrestlemania And they've got posters and tarps about it And then WWE is scheduled every day Like starting from, I guess, Wednesday When they open already the, mm-hmm. the, the pop-up stores And you see that already And until the end Until, um, until uh, the Wrestlemania after Raw So just a lot of energy during that entire, not we got, we won't. Well, we can't call it just a weekend, but an entire WrestleMania week. This is why cities vie for you know getting WrestleMania in well in their particular in their particular city in a particular year because of the business that uh, the WWE drives to them. Yes. So it's crazy that it's been. I know. Uh, it starts way before the weekend. Are you going to say something? Yeah. Um. I actually have a cousin who's based in San Francisco. Who was able to be well, sort of a part of this last one that they had in mm. Santa Clara? Oh. Um, it's he told me like from a non-fan perspective, it's just ballistic because San Francisco. Well, you've you've noticed that over the past few years they've gotten a lot of attention from the Niners to the Warriors, well, Oakland Warriors and the Giants. Mm. You know, every two years, and then WrestleMania for him, he said, was even more manic. Than what you'd usually see from a Warriors parade, from, from the Warriors parade that that just happened, from well the Giants parades that he's been to, and it's 
electric. That is the word that he used, electric. So can you really say that it feels that way? Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. Um, let's go back to WrestleMania 30. Um, particularly um, after Sunday when um, uh-huh. Daniel Bryan won. Yes, yeah. So that's, I would say, the peak mm-hmm. of the Yes movement and people streaming out. So all throughout the night, yeah, yeah. except for that time um, when um, Undertaker lost. We'll mm. talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, okay, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. But anyway, so um, Daniel Bryan wins. Um, so Yes movement is at a fever pitch. Mm. And then people walking out. Of the arena and onto on Bourbon Street because mm-hmm. this was in New Orleans. Yeah. So, what what was nice about New Orleans is that um all the venues were I would say walking distance mm-hmm. and right down to the heart of downtown. So people would be coming out milling out would still be doing the yes chant, walking in the road like these are throngs of people. So that's how crazy it is. Um, if you were a non wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. If you're not aware of what was happening, you'd think it's like there's a crazy mob. Mm-hmm. But, then since, <laughs> but then since it's everybody's in that spirit, so that's why this is very, very unique. I don't think I don't think it can be replicated in any sense. Maybe if let's say ours our local Gilas team wins an Olympic medal. Right right I think here. it's that <laughs> right crazy. Here. That type of festive atmosphere where people will be celebrating on the streets. Walking from um, walking from the Silver Dome, I got that correct, right? <laughs> no, it's the Super, the Super Dome. Dome. Hulk Hogan mistake. Here. So there, so walk, so they're walking from the Super Dome all the way to Bourbon Street. Let's say that's like walking from Moa to Ayala. Okay, or something like that. Something similar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, maybe closer. But you know, and then people will just be, and and that really sticks to your head because it's infectious. Mm. It's you could call it crazy manic, but it re that that. that Captures perfectly the spirit of WrestleMania. Even so, if you're, like, right. say, a foreigner, diba? so you're a Pinoy fan, um, being part of WrestleMania, do you still feel a sort of kinship among everyone there? Yes, um, because you are, you are part of that movement. You kind of understand it, and you know, um, a lot of wrestling fans know that um, there are still a lot of um, non-believers or people who don't sure. really follow it. Yeah, I mean, we all know that. But it's great to belong to a community. Community, and imagine if this community was multiplied. What ten thousand times? So they're like what seventy thousand people. So even if you're a foreigner, you kind of understand and feel what the other viewers are feeling. And it, of course, it helps that we're very um, Americanized, I guess. Right. So we don't have any language barriers. Yeah. So you can share your thoughts with them, and granted that everybody's so open, and you can just you know really discuss. And it was crazy. Uh, I would have to ask. You said manic, and if there's a manic, and there's manic energy, but. Uh, I have to ask, uh, is it worth, you know, all the hassles of being part of a 70,000, I mean, what's, what's the number? Yeah, 70,000 70, strong, uh, 70,000 strong crowd. Well, it was very, very tight to get into the arena. Yeah, yeah. That's the first thing. Uh, but it's a good sense of belonging because you won't get that same feeling locally. Mm-hmm. We don't even have a, an arena that can fit that capacity. No, that's true. We only have 55 for well, um, Philippine Arena. So, and then to get... A crowd that excited, seventy thousand. It you you really feel the the literal pop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I guess that if you live for the pop, yeah. just like what I what I do, <laughs> then it's really worth it. You don't you won't feel you won't feel. Um, firstly, you won't feel um, different because there are a lot of um, weirder people, <laughs> um, and at the same time, you'll it you, you don't. You understand how wrestling fans are, so you won't be afraid. Mm. 
it'll be very different if you were like a complete outsider. Right. Why are these grown men screaming? Or why are these people still dressed like that? Yeah. Or there's so much cussing, of course. But mm. it's really energy, energy pop, and you won't get that from anywhere else. Were you one of those foreign fans who would come in with the flag of their country? Yes. So make Pinoy flag ka? Yes. Legit. I do. I drape myself. I actually have two. Um, one is a smaller version which you can drape on yourself. Right. And I have one which I drape if I get lucky I drape it over the um, barricade or okay. the railing. So you have a fan sign? Mo? Yes. But I did have some fan signs as well. Um, I think I... Oh yeah. Because my wife was with me that time so we did make some fan signs. She was the... Uh, creative part I am very poor At making fan <laughs> signs Even though Some are very crude right, right. I try to come up With witty things But I did come up With some fan signs But yes Philippine flag Is definitely a must So Good word. Where, where were you seated For uh, Wrestlemania 30? Ooh I think I was um, With the package I got mm. So That was I would say The cheapest package oh, I think yeah. it was Risers If I'm not mistaken mm. So If we were to translate It'd be like Section 101 So it's not a floor seat mm-hmm. Um, it's not far up But it's not far up hmm. It's not far up So parang lower box ba equivalent niya? I would say lower box Or maybe the A bit more expensive upper box um, Yeah So lower box Lower box Like some uh, section 101 Mga Okay That makes sense And then uh, so, so you bought a package It um, it also included the hotel And um, other discount vouchers I would assume Yes um, The great thing uh, I mean the The that, that's why I say the WWE is very good in creating an experience. Because when I ordered it online, mm-hmm. so I'm forgetting which card I used, but anyway, I used the credit card. <laughs> okay. And they had it shipped here to Manila. So yeah. they FedExed it, and so it comes in this. I know some of our guests can't see it. Okay, he's um, uh, holding up a really, really nice looking envelope uh, with the WrestleMania 30 logo. It's purple. It's I assume it's where the tickets and everything were. Yeah, so the tickets are inside. So you have. I guess um, four set of tickets. One for access, and then one each for uh, the Hall of Fame, for WrestleMania itself, and for Raw. And yes, the, um, it comes with hotel accommodation, so mm. it makes it easier if you're if you don't know anybody from right. that part of the world. Mm. And yes, it does. It did come with like a I guess fifty dollar um, gift card from some popular New Orleans restaurant. Yeah, nice. I saw the gift cards, can you know, when I peeked inside. Okay, so I'm I'm sorry. You okay. didn't use them? Ah, uh, yes, I did use <laughs> them. And then, how much it is? Yeah, the whole package. Wow. Well, I would say at least a thousand dollars. Shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay, this is for thirty. But you went to twenty-five. So how much is that? And what did you spend on when you went to WrestleMania twenty-five? I think with twenty-five, I would have. I think I've spent maybe just five hundred. Okay. Because I was able to save on accommodation, and then I pretty much, I think, haggled. Uh, via eBay or StubHub there. Okay. So I was, so those were the tickets? Yeah, for tickets. Okay, okay. So even for access, even for raw, even for the Hall of Fame. For the whole thing. Yeah. So for I didn't 25. do it. Yeah. So I didn't do it as a package. I did it separately. And I would say probably my tickets were not as nice, so I would get the um I probably get the locally probably get the upper box sections uh, throughout all of the events. Uh, so I guess this is what, this would be an important question for anyone who wants to you know, try to watch WrestleMania live at least once in their lifetime. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not everyone uh, here or wherever you are has enough has enough money to to you know to spend on everything. But let's break it down real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, the one thousand is for the travel package. Does that include? Um, oh wait, you you were already there, right? Yeah, I was already there. You were so already there. there. So I was on a trip. So you were already on a trip, but. 
obviously that has its own expenses. Yes. So you would have to pay all that stuff to for a trip to the states. Yeah. And then that's already Less like, visas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you have that's around what uh, five hundred dollars, I would assume. Five hundred would probably be five hundred would yeah. probably be the cheapest um, round trip. Oh, round to the trip, states. right? Yes. And, and then, then you spend well for the travel package, you spend a thousand dollars. Yes. And then, uh, but cost of living. Yeah, cost of living, pocket money. Uh, what what do you estimate uh, you spent on on the weekend itself? I think um, you'd probably try to control your your spending, mm-hmm. but then when you see everything, when you see first the merch. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. merch. So how many merch did you buy? <laughs> okay, I have a, I've I've limited it down. I stick to I stick to what I would call my um, criteria for memorabilia. So I get the. Um, I get two shirts. Okay. Um, the roster shirts. So one is for the Hall of Fame, and then the other one is the card shirt for WrestleMania. Okay, right, right, right. So interesting. The interesting choice. The one Fox gives us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I well for me because it's just about the memory of the event. Yeah. Okay. Though I would love to splurge on the other things because uh. like you know they're individual um, shirts for let's say for the Hall of Famers mm-hmm. and then there um there are matchup shirts you know or let's say um there's the Undertaker versus mm-hmm. um, Brock Lesnar one you can easily spend it on it's like twenty bucks yeah. each so you really have to control yourself lots of marketing in there yeah, yeah. And, and they have pop up stores everywhere so mm-hmm. it's not just they, they don't just have a merchandise aisles within the stadiums but they have pop up stores um outside access and things like that. So that's the first thing you buy merch and they buy programs. Okay, okay. So and that's for yeah. the event itself. Uh, for those uh, who don't see, the programs are really nice. Yeah, they're, they're huge they magazine types, uh, like, uh, like bigger than a standard magazine. Uh, so I was surprised. Like, ganun palakalaki yung programs. And it's, yeah. it's like twenty dollars, so it's really worth it. Eh? Yep. So I estimate like each merch or memorabilia get probably around twenty bucks each. Uh-huh. Okay. So it depends on yeah, it depends on. How crazy you are in terms of your collection. Anyway, the DVDs will come later, so yeah, so you can skip that. All of the things you mentioned, they don't count the fact that you can actually watch independent shows in the area. That's the other thing. Because Ring of Honor, among other promotions, will be there. Yep, and also they have WrestleCon, mm-hmm. and WrestleCon, I highly recommend it also because there are some there, there are events there that. Definitely, I'm not going to spill over WrestleMania. But if you're interested in the other promotions, like I follow TNA, I follow Ring of mm-hmm. Honor. So you watch the the indie promo, uh, the indie shows on the weekend. Uh, from uh, during WrestleMania 30, no. Okay. Um, and I've tried to watch it before on okay. other occasions. It, but you can really cramp your schedule. Mm. But when you think about it, because when you get there, let's say, well, let's say, okay, we do a WrestleMania calendar. You fly into the states. Let's say you get there on Wednesday night. So on Thursday. There's already access. Yeah. So, um, you look around. You probably watch a, a I'll just say, a typed, uh, a taped uh, NXT match, and then mm-hmm. you look out for something to do. And then usually access they give you for the whole weekend. So that's like you'll be there three, four times. And then on Saturday night, you already have your Hall of Fame. You got to go to that as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess in between, it's a package, right? Yeah, it is, right. it's part it's part of package as well. And yeah, the nicer the package gets, the better seats you get. Okay. So you get closer to the red carpet, and you know you can see them all in their flashy suits and things like <laughs> that. Uh, but yeah, um, there's so many I would say um, supplementary ancillary events that you can actually attend, and that's that all adds you, up. Yeah, that all adds up, and you'll see, of course, some of the WWE Hall of Famers who are not invited mm-hmm. to access and who are going to be there as well, and. As a wrestling fan, it really depends on how much you can splurge. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but if you you if you really want to make the most out of it, you know, you got a budget in advance, mm-hmm. and, and you can really check it online anyway because yeah. all, all the rates are there. Um, you'll probably find out how much would be a signature for um, for all the other wrestlers at WrestleCon mm-hmm. and tickets for Ring of Honor, which are not that crazy expensive anyway. So I would assume that uh, you would have to have at least one thousand dollars for the bare minimum. I would assume uh, if you're coming from here. Yeah. So that's like forty k. Forty nine. Forty nine k. Oh, thank 50. you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, um, and then if you want to splurge a bit more, you'd have to have at least one five to two thousand k. Not two thousand dollars. Sorry. And shit, that's just not a. An amount that you know the ordinary wrestling fan can come up with. I mean, if we're already struggling to pay for the network at what four hundred ninety nine pesos monthly, who, who is by the way who is struggling to pay for the I, network? I don't know. There's some people. There's some people who don't want right, to pay yeah. for it because you know money. But at the same time, you know, we we say that we can't afford the network. How much more for something like WrestleMania? It's insane, man. It is, um, but. When people ask me, like, mm. how you do it or things like that, I really plan in Ahead, advance. Okay. Like, maybe five years in advance. That's why Shit. you do it on mm. five years. So, yeah. And then I have a budget in mind, and I don't go crazy on other things. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah you have the, the budget is, I would say, yeah, high. But then, if you, that's why you have to split it yeah. into a plan, you know, like five years. Um, depends on how much um, cash flow you have. Um, it's possible. It's painful, lots of sacrifices. You have yeah. to skip on a lot of things. Maybe your fraps, maybe your <laughs> other things. But it's workable. If, as long as you have that idea in mm. mind. And you have the timeline. You can't just do it overnight. So you uh, is it safe to say that you planned to go to WrestleMania 30 after you went to WrestleMania 25? Yes. Shit. So if the card was bad for 30... All that, uh, all that would have been wasted. Or do you still think it was worth? it would have been worth it? I think so. I, I do it regardless of the card. Okay. I really do it for the experience. But, but yeah, when people ask me, you know, like, so you've been to twice. Uh, you've been to two WrestleManias. Why don't you mix it up? Uh-oh. That makes me think now. And that's why I'm looking forward to maybe well, doing a Rumble next well, time. What Rumble travel package? SummerSlam has one. Yeah, I know. SummerSlam Summer has Slam one. Matter. The Rumble, not so much. Because yeah, they don't market it as, as WrestleMania light, yeah, yeah. unlike SummerSlam. But uh, it, it's still crazy to me, the idea that you've gone to the Holy Grail twice. Because WrestleMania is the Holy Grail right? for, for all of us wrestling fans. Yeah. So um, what made you decide in the first place to you know just uh, come up with a plan and, and go there? Wait, sorry. Uh before you answer that, uh, when you went to 25, did you also plan for like five years in advance? 25, no. Um, okay, that's okay. probably like just a year in advance. Okay, yeah. But then what made it easy was I had a friend who was living there. Mm. In Houston. Yeah, in Houston. And I was already in the States. Mm-hmm. So the flights would be cheaper. Right. So you take those out of the equation. So it's just a matter of how much you're willing to spend for your tickets, basically. It's all about the tickets. So and then there are lots of options in the states, um, right. more than what we can have here. So mm-hmm. you could haggle on, e- you can bid on eBay, or yeah, there are other people selling on StubHub. I don't know where else they'll be selling tickets nowadays. Um, I'm sure SeatGeek, scalper, <laughs> or, or SeatGeek, yeah. So yeah, you know. there. Okay, so so um, sorry. Back to your question. Yeah. Uh, so 25 happens, and then right then and there, that's when you come up with a five-year plan. Yeah. Well, technically, yeah. But it, it's in it's in my head. You know, it's like okay, it's something that. 
you can save for. So in case it didn't happen, mm. at least I have that money for me to spend on something else. Mm, okay. So, so talaga private fund siya, like are those WrestleMania fund? Yes. Mm. I, I'm a believer in these um <laughs> private funds. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get, so I guess that's where I uh, that's where I'm applying my um, BAA um, studies in. You know how to map uh, how to map it out. Uh, you mentioned that uh, no. You mentioned that you're ma- you're married, right? Yes. So uh, you get married, and this is before WrestleMania 30. Yes. How does your fiance now, your wife, react to you know you having this little little private yeah, fund yeah, for yeah, WrestleMania? Yeah, like, she uh-huh. didn't know about the fund. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> interesting. Yes. Interesting. You have enough money saved. So she's for probably your... listening to this. Um, but yeah, she didn't know there like, was a fund. Like, did you have enough money saved for your wedding? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so iba Iba yung wedding iba sa WrestleMania. All right. So so how does she react, or how did she react when? You told her now. All right, honey, I'm going to WrestleMania. No, 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 no. We're going on our honeymoon, and we're going to WrestleMania. Okay. Uh, how did we do that? Um, it's a good thing that um, we've known each other for a long time, over ten years. So she already has an inkling. Okay, um, my husband or future husband at that time was into this. Yeah. Okay. So I just took a, I just took care of that. No more questions. It'd be very difficult if your spouse or if your girlfriend is not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least open to the idea. Yes, you know, open to the fandom. Open. Yeah, and even her, she is open to the fandom, but even she is shocked by how the the extent of uh, the, the lengths that people go to, you know, yeah. in dressing up or in act or playing in character. But it's really yeah, a, a big. Uh, at what? least she didn't she didn't question it. Okay, we're going. Okay, and then uh, it was on your honeymoon, right? Yes, uh, if I am not mistaken. And then did you specifically ask her, let's go to Nolens? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, because when I had planned it, I, w- I was going wherever it was going to be. Okay. We were fortunate enough that it was in Orleans, and it was great that it was in Orleans because it was never in my bucket list in the States. Uh-huh. never had gone. Um, but when we went, it was great. Um, it was a perfect venue. Um, like I mentioned, all the, the convention center was nearby. Mm. Um, both stadiums are nearby, Smoothie King Center, uh, to the hotel. The hotel was decent enough, and um, Bourbon Street was just um, walking distance. So it helped. You know, I it wasn't a dead city. I don't want to compare it to the other um, cities that I've hosted WrestleMania mm. before, but I think it was, I think one of the best. Well, it is a party. Uh, New Orleans is a, is a party city. Yeah, it's very all. lively, right? And yeah, so um, what was the weirdest experience that you had while you were um, either in Houston for twenty five or in New Orleans for thirty? Weirdest experience? Wow, I guess that um, I guess my tolerance—if that we, we could call that—is so high, so <laughs> nothing really felt weird anymore. Um, I guess I was surprised of how I guess infectious the the yes movement was because I didn't think they'd be spilling on the streets and going yes, well, and going doing, going and up, oh, yeah. and doing you know the action. Yeah. For me, that was that that was very. Very um, that, that that left a deep impression. Going into the event, though, who were you like, uh, or which match were you most excited to see, or are you just in it for the whole thing? I was in it for the whole thing. I was excited to, of course, see um, Brock versus Taker. Uh. Um, even if uh, I probably would wouldn't bet against Taker anytime, <laughs> but so, then, but then. So, which made it even more memorable. So, okay, that's great. Um, yeah, I don't even remember the other things about the card. But the three things I most remember and why I liked um, 30 so much was, yeah, one, um, the S yes movement speak. Second, um, the the unpredictable 
uh, streak ending. Mm-hmm. And third would be The Ultimate Warrior coming home. I think okay, that's big. Right, right. I grew up in the 80s, so it was nice to see him. I, I, the, the way I call it was he was finally at peace yeah. with himself yeah, in the it, WWE. It that way, yeah. And for me, those are the three most memorable. And you caught Raw after that, Deva. Right? So you yes. saw Warrior during the last two days of his life, essentially. Yes. So that. Th- so <laughs> correct. Yeah. Let's not mince words, but that was really happened. And I think, and for other people who felt really shocked, I think. That, but for me, I really saw that. Yeah, uh, maybe it was because he knew it was time. You know, it was like he was at peace with everything. Um, he was back. Um, he's par- he was put in a good light already. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> after that terrible uh, DVD, so. I think for him that was enough, and I guess that's when his heart gave, you know, because he was really good. Let's talk about the Brock and Taker match really quickly, because you said earlier that one was a, a specific instance that you can't forget. So, yes. what was the vibe like in person? Because when we were at the viewing party, Camus and I, everyone was shocked and stunned, and mm-hmm. nobody would dare say anything. Uh, there was a guy. Uh, in a Bray Wyatt costume who you talaga mouth agape eyes wide open and that said everything for me but you know for you at this uh, at, in New Orleans how was it okay so let me recall how it goes so in the back of your head you know it's always you know it teases you that maybe this is the time that the streak's going to get end but then you know nah they're not going to give it no way it's too personal between mm. these two right yeah, especially yeah, yeah. what happened outside for uh during the pinfall I thought it. I thought it was a botch. I thought it was a botch. Um, pin, uh, pin it wasn't, attempt. Yeah, it wasn't the best finish ever. Yeah, so it was the count. So it was like, really? And then second, that gets in your mind, is it a screw job? <laughs> so it's excellent. You know these elements. You know, especially as rescue fans. So like, and then the third, when you hear Brock's music play, it's like, wow. It re- but it's dead silence. Um, it's like. It's almost similar to what Eric Bischoff calls when he when he when he was inspired by the NWO when he was watching Japan called um, White Heat, uh-huh. you know where it's completely yeah, 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 yeah. silent. So something like that, where everybody's stunned because no way. I mean, we we all know the meme of that fan, right? Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Was, yeah. <laughs> so like completely like that, you know, and everybody's just really quiet. It was such a long lull, and then. I don't even up to this day. I don't know. I haven't been reading the dirt sheets or anything about who really knows what happened or who scripted it or like how it went around. But yeah, those three, those are the three things that came into mind. First, was it a botch? Second, was it a screw job? And third, <laughs> is this for real? And then once it was for real, like, wow. Um, I'm I'm really curious with your reactions, more particularly the first two, because that. Uh, is very smarky, eh, right? <laughs> like if you're not a smart, you won't think again in terms of one butch bato or two. Um, is there a screw job? I'd so, like to say, then I'd like to think that maybe some uh, some casual fans will will think of whether it was a mistake. At least uh, if it was a mistake. But so otherwise, like, yes, go on. Yeah, like your wife, for example. Um, how did she react? Oh, okay, yeah. As a casual fan, she goes, "No way!" It's like. And she felt really bad because no, he's not supposed to lose. You know, this she felt it was the most terrible idea. She like, knew is, she knew about the streak. Yeah, she knew about okay. the streak. Um, in fact, um, we even had um, w- well, one of the one of the gimmicks in during WrestleMania access, like you know, mm. having your photo superimposed on like a wrestler, and we chose <laughs> Taker because okay, okay. we knew about the streak and its importance. And during uh, WrestleMania 30, just looking back, um, during access, there was actually a. One of the rare Undertaker signings, and those wow. things are like cost like a hundred dollars each. And wow, uh, yeah, and they they sell that pretty quick. And 
you know, I never jumped into it because I know, okay, I mean, it's like, very expensive. But, you know, if you had the money, had you known, like, this was the time he was going to lose, like, wow, that would have been gold, right? But anyway, moving forward. Right, right, right. So my, gold, my, my wife goes, no, it's a terrible idea. They should, she, felt, she felt it was the worst WrestleMania ever because The Undertaker lost. At that moment. Yeah, <laughs> at that moment, actually. Probably even up to now. She, 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 really, she, really, she really feels bad about it. She thinks, like, no way, it, it, it left a bad taste. Well, we can't blame her. Like, there are some people who also believe that. Up to now, yeah. I mean, I I, I can imagine that. Puta, the first WrestleMania, what's going to So I can't blame her to, to a degree. No, but yeah. if I were, you know, if I were her, even if I knew nothing about it, like the fact that you watch um, a quick story arc of Brian winning the, the opening match and then the main event, that should be enough. But um, other, but th- that's not me. So yeah. Um, how did people um, get life breathed into them again? Like after main after event. that, wh- uh, the white heat was it the main event that really just perked everyone up again? Yes, but then there there was even a match after it. I think right. Was yeah, there, there like there, a uh, was there a divas match? There might have been a divas match. There yes. was, I believe, there was a divas match. In, so invitational, invitational, the Vicky Guerrero invitational. Yeah, which was basically bathroom break time. It was in a, the popcorn break. Yeah. yeah, so something like that. So it just lulled in, and then I guess people after. Absorbing it and tweeting about it, mm-hmm. and just letting their frustrations <laughs> yeah, out. Because yeah, yeah. even I had to, I have tweet. Even <laughs> had to tweet or text my friends in the Philippines. Like, no way, this Bruh. happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, so I get, I guess, thank God there was a Divas match. So at least, um, yeah, people could process uh, get their back, feelings yeah, and get yeah, back yeah. to their senses <laughs> and get excited for the next match. There was a worry though that it might um, upset, or I guess. Um, it might o- o- uh, overshadow um, uh, the impending Daniel Bryan win. Yeah, yeah. Because no way he was going to lose anymore. Mm. Um, After that downer. Yes. No way. But it's still went as planned. So it, the crowd revived itself. And yeah, I guess there's a second point I was making um, that the Yes movement was at its peak during that time. Uh, so uh, you go to Raw after Mania the very next day. Can you describe that experience, Aman? Because I can tell that it's not exactly the same. So right? It's also part of the package, right? Yes, it is part of Dang. the package. Yeah. So how how's that, it like that, that. Raw after Mania? So the Raw after Mania. So when we got there, um, again for cash uh, for casual fans, they actually like Raw more. Yes, uh, pretty much because there are more dialogue. You know, during WrestleMania, there are no promos. Yeah. So at least in Raw, you you look forward to the promos. Um, and of course, people are still buzzing about how are they going to address uh, the Brock. Uh, Undertaker situation Which was done Excellently by I believe um, Paul Heyman um, Just really milked it That Mm. night So that was excellent And It is still electric So it's It's not just A hangover But people Know that The Raw after Wrestlemania Is one of the more Excellent Raws Especially because They have an international crowd Mm -hmm. And I think That's why people Are very Are much more expressive Because it's their first time You Mm -hmm. know And they're making The most out of it So they'll be really noisy I'm not sure If this is the Raw Where Fandango was still Or probably No no That was probably The one one after 29 Yeah I think That's the Raw When Paige debuted And won the Divas Championship Yeah so this is the Raw That uh, Paige debuted So yeah Again, you know, it's a great time to uh, start new feuds or start a new mm-hmm. storyline. Um, but as I mentioned, it wasn't just a hangover, mm-hmm. but I think it was more of like a part two. Right. That's why it makes it excellent. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there are, there are a lot of cliffhangers. You want to 
you want um you want resolution you know you want to know what mm, really that's happened. true that's true I'm curious about uh, the interactions with the people because uh, if you say that the same people go from WrestleMania to Raw, were there people you recognized in sa Raw? Par, oh, tanga ikaw yung katabi ko happens sa WrestleMania. <laughs> Was there a moment like that? Well, no, not for this one because I think um, just by the sheer volume, you know, seventy-five thousand, and then for Raw it's going to be like around fifteen. Right. Yeah. So not everyone gets to go yeah, to not Raw. Given, not everyone gets to go to Raw unless it is someone who's. Wearing the same thing, you know. <laughs> um, but no, I didn't have an experience like that. Um, though probably in another time we can talk about it. Um, uh, I've had experiences in probably in other promotions like in TNA where I actually have a group of other international fans that I've uh, become friends with. Yeah. And then we did Bound for Glory. You go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. This for wait. another time. That's why. Right. This for another time. <laughs> no, no, we can. After it, after it, after it, after it. Yes, okay. I really would like to ask. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess, and uh, here's to my point. I guess it worked easier with the TNA Bound for Glory because there was a smaller group. And I'm yeah, not missing yeah. TNA because um, I still watch yes. it. But I guess because it's a it's, it's more intimate setting. But yeah, um, I guess because I was concentrated on other things as well because it was my honeymoon. So I didn't really have time to, right, right. to, to get in touch with a lot of people. Um, but yeah, um, I did recognize some people who I've seen um, doing the TNA and rest, uh, okay, WWE okay. routes there as well. So yeah, there are one or two people, and these are the people you kind of like. Ah, oh, okay, that, that guy's the weird uh, guy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that guy who cosplays is pretty wide all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, okay, you talked about thirty, but let's talk about twenty-five real quick. It's also a WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and we. Uh, what did you think of that event? Um, when I look back at twenty-five. Um, it wasn't as exciting, um, and I know it gets criticized for its main event. Um, that was um, mm. Triple H versus Randy Orton. Randy Orton. And again, the most memorable match had to involve Undertaker, but mm-hmm. this is the first one between him and um, Shawn Michaels. And this was like you know, grand entrance. Mm. Shawn was like uh, the angel. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The one coming from the rafters. And then I back then I felt that maybe Shawn could have ended the streak. Mm. So I guess that was excellent. And I knew that the streak was not going to be ended when he tried to do that flip. Yeah, and then he got caught because you know that's not part of Sean's arsenal. So okay, <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, but yeah, that was close to um, I think this as believable for me for the streak ending. But even though even though Shawn it was Michaels. a lackluster event, it, it was still something special to see Taker Michaels won, right? And of course, it's your first time. Okay, right. So right, right. it was definitely different because you know anytime anytime the first time you know you won't forget it mm-hmm. and. Coming there, you know, just doing things on your own. So this isn't a package. It's something that I, uh, I guess, orchestrated on my mm-hmm. own. You know, looking for ways to get to access. And when you get to access, like, oh, okay, so this is how prepared it is. Um, and you know, they get all the different sponsors. You know, for the different booths. Um, so it's new for you, and it's exciting. And then going through that process of you know watching uh, the Sunday show, and then with Raw after. All right. Uh, were there any lessons that you learned from going to WrestleMania 25 that you applied going to WrestleMania 30? One would be how to maximize your time. Right, okay. Okay, so like when you go to Access, <clears throat> you can end up just going around in circles mm. because of... Um, all the stuff to do. Yeah, all <laughs> the stuff to do. Like what? what is there uh, to do, for example, someone who's not fami- familiar with what goes on to Access? Okay, um... One of the things you would like to do is like um, more of like the re- wrestler-oriented booths. Let's say during 
I remember during uh, 30, um, they were they were really hyping up the the the, the streak. So the, they had a graveyard set, I believe, for the Undertaker. <laughs> wherein, um, so this would be great for all trivia fans. So you could actually see all the tombstones. Yeah, of yeah, tombstones. Of all the people he's beaten, so that'd be good for a casual fan, you know. So at least um, his his, uh, his wrestling knowledge will be enriched, uh, and you know, it really appeals across all ages. Um, they always have um, create your own entrance. Whoa! So, yeah. Okay, na. Yeah. So that's fun. So you know, you you especially for kids, you know. So you, you get video that stuff. Yeah. The, you, nice. The, I mean, you get you get it videoed, and then it gets sent on your emails. It's one of those marketing uh, gimmicks that they have. So they tie up with somebody. Genius marketing mm. gimmicks. And of course, um, the chance to which I never did actually. I've never stepped into the ring, you know, because you can do that. You know, you get photo ops in the ring. Um, yeah, there's just so many things to do. So did you get to meet anyone? Like, did you go to a booth for a meet and greet or whatever? In 25, I think I had more. Um, I do have photos. I'll probably share that uh, with you guys right, sometime. Right, right. But yeah, um, so I was able to get. Um, I guess who was there was a lot of divas. Yes, I was single during that time. Yun in five years, ano may nakapunta ng WrestleMania 30, nakakuha pa ng ano fiance. So yeah, those were the things. That's what I remember. Who else did I? Yeah, so I do have photos. Escapes me right now. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the the best lesson learned is um, how to plan it, and then of course, second would be um, how to maximize um, your resources, what you're supposed to buy. Because like in the first time, mm. it's like you're a kid Spent in the candy much. store. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so you will buy all these unnecessary things. Um, you could be a big fan of one wrestler and then realizing, okay, this shirt, um, I get to wear it once. It, you know, uh, <laughs> now I don't feel it anymore. Yeah, buyers some more. Thank you for that. You get to sell it to someone who wants who wants <laughs> some sort of WWE merch. Obscure WWE. Legit though. Legit though. Yes. Yeah. So you have to. The green hills. Yeah. So you have to stress it on your um, eBay or OLX post. You know, like, uh, <laughs> original WWE. Galing WrestleMania <laughs> with receipt. <laughs> yeah, with receipt. That's why I keep my receipts. So yeah, it was just all about you know better planning and how you go around about it. But you'll. But you can't do it all. Right. And then now with the introduction, you know, other promotions yeah, going in yeah. as well. Because I remember from 25, um, uh, there wasn't, uh, WrestleCon wasn't in Houston during that time. Now that they're really tagging Following, along, yeah, yeah. If, um, Everyone follows in it. WrestleMania. So and you have to make the most, you will make the most out of it. Okay, so anything else about WrestleMania, guys? We're good. Oh, it's about for glory. Yeah, sure. Bound for glory. <laughs> Sorry, we we. Yeah, yeah. You you brought it up, sir. Yes. So, what was the last Bound for Glory that you've been to? Wow, um, two thousand and ten. Was that yeah? Ten, ten, ten. I where, was where, where was this uh, Bound for Glory? That was in Florida. In in the impact Daytona. in the impact zone. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Daytona Center. And oh, then how did Daytona Center? That's where. Tampa? Is it in Tampa? Or Daytona, Florida? Yeah, it was Florida. in Daytona Beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The same arena where um, the NW... That's the same arena where... Bash of the Beach happened. Yeah, where uh, Hogan turned heel. So how was the attendance for this Bound for Glory? Wow. What, 5,000? Uh, what's the capacity of Daytona Arena? I'm probably around 15. Shit. <laughs> but it, for context, imagine the WWFX event from four years ago. Was that five thousand though? Th- that was like oh, five thousand. Yeah. Really? Legit? It was yes. five thousand. Yes, it seemed like that. Yeah. Really? Were you there at WWFX? Yeah, I was there at WWFX. It was really five thousand. Yes. The announcer. 
No, he was a, he was the winner. Yeah, I, I was oh, the one. Awesome. I was the one who made the entrance. Uh, ko nun si Melina and Jillian, and I did this angle where Rhino saves me from Doc Gallows. It did. Oh, nice. yes. When did that happen? That happened right after the Melina Jillian match. Really? Yeah. So I'm celebrating with Melina. Oh, right. Gallows yeah, attacks yeah, 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 yeah. me. I run away and Rhino comes to my aid. But seriously, that was five thousand. Yeah, you were like five thousand there. We were five thousand. That's fifteen thousand. The capacity of Araneta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's like that. You know, you, it only gets filled until the lower box or yeah. some or in some little uh, upper box. But uh, this, you know, uh, 2010 Bound for Glory. This wasn't. Yeah, even though it wasn't, you know, capacity. See, it's filled to capacity. It was still one of the better performing BFGs. Um, it was only really uh, after 2010, in the, in the mid uh, 2010s, that it, it started. Yeah, it got it started getting really bad. I agree. Um, I, I was lucky to have been um, there at, I guess, the wave or uh, or the crest of uh, yeah, TNA. of TNA. Um, so, okay, Bound for Glory. The story is um, I got I was living in Chicago in 2008. Nice. So it happened that um, Bound for Glory 2008 was there. So I got to watch that. Um, that was, and that was, I guess, one of the better ones. Um, that was Samoa Joe versus Sting, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. That was good. Yeah. And they had a they had a really good spot uh, in the in in the crowd. And then 2009, it was in California. Right. Um, I was there as well. Did the package for that already? There's a package for Bond for Glory. Yeah, okay. and those are like how cheap, much much cheaper right, okay. than the WWE. At least me marketing said that. Mm, they, they tried. They yeah, tried. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, pretty smart. Those are, so th- those were competitive times for them, but yeah, the the, the thing about Bound for Glory mm-hmm. though is since it's smaller, it's more intimate. That's where you get to meet a lot of more a lot more people. Right, right. So I've been fortunate, you know, to meet. Uh, the likes of AJ Styles Yun. Shit. and uh, classical Brian Leo is now officially jealous of you. Okay. <laughs> Hi, champ. <laughs> and uh, then um, who else? So yeah, in the smaller settings, that's the, that's the advantage of it. And since they're just going up, but in hindsight, you realize everybody is going up. You know, because I've been to a Ring of Honor show, mm-hmm. and you know, you've seen um, the likes of Kevin Steen. Now Owens there also. So. It helps. So, so if we've got friends in the states who are, uh, who who are not watching the indies, mm-hmm. they should as well. Because you know these guys are coming up anytime. You never know, and you know you you want to cash in on that while they're still not, um, uh, while they're still not being called up. How do you bring a casual wrestling fan to an indie show, in the states? Uh, tell them there's um, popcorn and beer. <laughs> <laughs> tell them there's popcorn and beer because it's very tough. You mm. know. I, We've been to. Um, they usually hold it in these things called field houses, which okay. I'd like to compare to, or to the covered courts in Manila. Yeah, so exactly the same. Manila covered courts. Yeah, so it's very similar. Um, the field houses, but then sometimes you, you have to travel. Mm-hmm. They're similar tier, um, but again, it's more intimate. Um, it's you're just really much closer to the action, and you can really see movements which are not refined. Okay, but it's uh, normal in the mind. It's part of the game. And you you will probably determine like okay maybe who has a look or who is funny who has it <laughs> yeah and sometimes it's much funnier because they're closer to the crowd yeah, and yeah. they're not I guess they don't get to they're not controlled so much mm-hmm. by creatives yeah so they do their own thing and it's impressive because um, I guess locally also compared to PW where they they take down the ring as well because they have to move from place to place so it's really a mom and pop on business and okay. it's nice to see that okay so this is where it really starts you know nobody starts really at the top right right okay so you're really this deep into the fandom right? because you can't be this deep 
uh, and then you know you go watch TNA, go watch ROH live. Um, your, your fandom dates back how long? Thirty years. Damn. Damn. So that, yeah, that's probably, a very long yeah, time. I'm probably one of the seniors <laughs> here, um, but that I guess that keeps me young. Certified, so certified Tito of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to make a shirt for those guys. Tito of Tito's of wrestling. <laughs> Any anything else uh, on WrestleMania or anything else? Uh... I guess I want you to like convince people like us to actually do this, to do what you did. Because somewhere deep in all of us is that desire to step into an arena that hosts WrestleMania. But I need you to, to convince it's, us why we have to do this before we die. Okay. It's not easy, you know. You know, I mean, like it's not as easy as going to any other random WWE show. Yeah, it's a monetary thing. Yeah, it's the holy grip. Yeah, so, but like, what so, so why you should you? why you should spend on on, on WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. Know, why should you travel in your 20s? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Um, travel's big right now. Right. And um, it's getting cheaper. Technically, it's getting cheaper. Um, but you want to go to WrestleMania because it's a once-in-a-lifetime event. Okay. And, uh, we've got that deal. Everybody wants to do it. Right. Um, if you are going to one PPV, that has to be it. Um, because it... It's an entire weekend, you know. You can watch other PBVs, but nothing else is going to happen. Okay. Um, the next night, you're going to move to probably a different city already. So it has to be WrestleMania. So you can really capture the entire WWE experience. Um, and if you are a hardcore wrestling fan, you'll get trinkets on the side, you know, of the different promotions that is going to be there. And then so when it comes to the money aspect, that's why I said, yes, it's not cheap at all. Nope. And you really have to allocate for it. And much like other goals in life, and I don't want to sound so Tito-ish, but yeah, <laughs> no, don't but, worry about it. <laughs> but much like other goals in life, you do have to make sacrifices, and you have to come up with a plan, and then you strictly follow it, and um, don't keep it open-ended. You know, like again, you know, all goals have to be time-bound, so you have to look at it realistically where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. Just I was just fortunate that during twenty-five, um, I was still single, and thirty, I. Not yeah, sure it fell on my money. lap that you know it, it it was going to be a honeymoon time. So um, there's that certain aspect of luck and coincidence, but it is about timing and planning, right? Because they have to work well together, and it can be done. I we all have relative. I mean, most of us have relatives and friends in the states. So and then the WWE is accepting uh, credit card payments yeah, from yeah. here. So it's all about so those things can be covered, you know. Um, it's more feasible now than 30 years ago, yeah. and I guess it's it's it it will get easier. Um, it might get more expensive though. I'm and I'm not being a heartbringer of bad news, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who are willing to spend as well. We could see that um, other rich countries are able to pull in the tours, yeah, say yeah, like yeah. Um, like the. Like the Middle East, yeah, that they that they get visited. So there are people who are willing to spend, mm-hmm. but then yeah, you don't have to you don't have to shoot for the moon. Get the lowest package. I mean, you're in there for the experience, and who knows? You know, maybe you find your way into maybe um, getting lucky, maybe trading up seats or whatever. But at least you're there, okay. just to make sure that you're there and you study it. I mean, there's no they they always post anyway. Um, uh. On WWE.com, you know, when they're releasing tickets, so you can have a good idea of like what comes in the package, um, how much it's gonna cost you, how much the time that it takes, and you know, the ancillaries again of like 
uh, which uh, which signing events I want to go to and things like that. And just to give yourself a good ballpark figure, how much it's going to be and how much time it's going to take. So basically, um, what you're really saying is, uh, no matter what WrestleMania is looking like in a particular year, the hype is real. Yes, the hype is real. Okay. So far, up to now, the hype okay. is real. That's good. At least it's still real. <laughs> All right. And I guess for our last question, are we going to see you at the viewing party at Skinny Mike's? Well... Well, I hope none of my office mates are listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yes, I will be there. I'm bringing a friend over there. Um, I was there last year. Again, we live for the pop. Yeah, and then yeah. when Seth cashed in, it went we ballistic. Went so that's why, who knows? Right. And yeah, it's once in a year thing. So why not? You know? Real, real last question. What's your next WrestleMania? Now, right now? I don't have it. Maybe 40. Okay, and that's still long. Oh, yeah, long and I'm away. thinking already that maybe I have a kid then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, so yeah. these things, I, I'm a planner. That's why. So I really think about it this way. But definitely not, th- uh, not 35. Okay, um, unless you win the lot or something. <laughs> <coughs> but maybe not even. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, thank you very much. Uh, let, let's call him our official WrestleMania correspondent. <laughs> Ardo Miravalles, yeah. thank you very much, man. No, guys, thank you very much. More power to you guys. Thank Love you. the show. Thank you. Thank you very much to our WrestleMania correspondent, Ardo Miravalles. Uh, I just really enjoyed that interview just because I felt that he really took us through that experience. Man, you know, it makes me excited for people who will get to go. With money. With money. <laughs> Niles Chong, if you're listening to this podcast episode, that's you. Listen to this episode. That's you. Do we need to be open-minded already? <laughs> you have to join God, the do we have to join the network to go to WrestleMania? Maybe. You know, if, if, if it does get us there, I think I can justify that. Becoming a downline. Yeah, if you but, get, not, but not to Chino Ginto. Not, but not to Chino Ginto. No, <laughs> After you go to WrestleMania, you'll back out of the network. Oh. Eh. Anyway, uh, when um, well, we found ourselves at the end of the podcast, and as always, we end it by giving you our picks of the week. So, Camus, we'll let you have first dibs this week. My pick for this week is NXT all night long. Sami Zayn versus Samoa Joe. Okay. Low Nothing else first. can be said, but this was one of those, oh, you'd really think that they weren't going to pull it all night long, but they pulled it. All night long, and it's wonderful match. Technically, not the whole night long. I so said there was like uh, a five-minute promo. promo at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, the only thing I didn't like about that match was the fact that they were still pretending that they would have Bailey, Asuka, and, and oh. yeah, that's, no, that's no, no, no that, that's good. That's good. That was good. That's that was good, a good psychology. Touch. I was just about to counter you because it's like when you condition when you condition your audience to think that oh hey, there's still more. This is gonna end soon. Don't worry. And go like it's gonna be a regular show. Then when you get to the tail end, the last fall, and uh, then it just keeps on going. And I think keeps it, on no, going. I think the, the the commentators didn't also know it was going all episode long. Yeah, na parang it. I mean, we all know that NXT gets taped in batches. Uh, yeah, pero in commentary kasi noon, I think part of it was done live and part of it was yeah, yeah, part, of it, yes. part of it was post right? Part of it was post just to add in the Conor McGregor references. No, and, and no, Sami Zayn and interfering Zayn, yeah. on, on, on Raw. Raw. Yeah. That too. And it's awesome. It was It was actually pretty good. It yeah. was pretty was good. freaking good. I mean, the match itself, yes. But all of these little details from the commentary to, well, 
commentary was such a big deal in that match. Here's my problem with the match, actually. Uh, if they were gonna go the whole night long, you might as well have made it a 60-minute Ironman or a 30-minute Ironman, whatever the case may be. Because uh, you can tell with the psychology of uh, in the ring. Now, the first fall was, uh, you know, it took so long. Now, you knew they weren't trying to end it uh, no, as, as, as quick as they could. It wasn't like, like it wasn't like Zayn Cesaro where the first oh, fall no, came really quick. Oh, uh, but they were they were they were kind of fucking around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you can tell that they were uh, stalling for time. Not for lack of no, a it's not stall- no, it's pacing. It's called pacing. They were pacing for a whole what forty-five minutes, I guess. Thirty, about thirty. Forty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Thirty. Uh, and. Now, when you watch it and then see that they're not, you know, trying to end the match on purpose, you kind of, uh, even if you're not, you know, completely savvy to these things, you kind of get the sense that they're messing around. Yeah, it's kind of the problem with it with with long ass matches in general. So you might as well have set a time limit. Kung ganon din lang, Yeah, that way everybody feels the pressure uh-huh. from the, from the audience to the commentators to the performers if, themselves. If you're gonna ring. pace it like a marathon, that's Fine, you might as well have you know a time limit set a it. time limit. Hmm. All right, that's my it's, only problem with it. Yeah, at, at that point, it's already nitpicking. Mm. But well, no, it's not. Well, it's, it's not. Okay, it's, it's not, not nitpicking. nitpicking. Say you can you can get a sense when oh. you when you watch the thing when you watch the first fall. Uh, you know the 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 built in psychology, the in it psychology of a wrestling match is you're supposed to be trying to end the match as quick as possible. Yes. So uh, they're not. It's okay. I mean, it's okay to grind to wear to wear the opponent down. You know, in the first in, a, in the first half of the match, as long as when you do it, you're you know you're doing you're goal it, oriented. Yeah, you're doing it in a way that it's all building up to a finish, or you're trying. Or you, it looks like you're trying to end the match. At least, you know, some wrestles at least look like they're trying to end the match. But mm-hmm. when you're actually stalling. In pacing, you um, some people can sense it. Yeah, so mapag pag nahalata huli ka. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want to go next or? Uh, uh, fine, fine. I'll go next. Uh, my my pick of the week is uh, the NXT Tag Team Championship match at Roadblock. That was great. Great, great, um, great match. Uh, once upon a time, everyone felt that Big Cass was the actual wrestler of the team. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Since Enzo was uh, had a lot of, a bit of catching up to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now I. I think it's safe to say uh, Enzo is personally carrying the team. Uh, both, well, n- not so much in in the ring, but with the charisma he brings. Yep. Not just on the mic. Yeah, yeah, not exactly. Just yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Mic. So the total package. Oh, major total package. He has learned to play the underdog role real well. He's kind of like, you know, slightly raw Daniel Bryan. Let me ask you guys this though. What do you think about the result? Because I was hoping for well, Enzo and Cass it's, to win. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Sinner. It's nothing to me. I mean, you know, it's a house. Well, at the end of the day, uh, it's a glorified house show for the for the entire Roadblock card. Um, it's surprising a bit, but uh, surprising a bit. Nah, nothing changed hands. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you consider that it's a house show that's just uh, aired on the network, you have to not be surprised as well. Okay, it's a house show. Um, not a lot of title changes happen on the house show. Mm-hmm. 
right. Uh, I was really playing for. Oh uh, yeah, Enzo sure. Me too. We're, me we're too. all playing. We're all playing for Enzo and Cass. It's just really a matter of it. it's not surprising considering what it is. Okay. And considering what Enzo and Cass have been through in the past year, they could have gotten the titles a lot earlier. But this decision makes sense. All right, uh, my pick of the week: uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Triple H from Raw. Uh, we talked about this earlier on in uh, on in the podcast, and um, it, it was just refreshing because we haven't seen Triple H wrestle in so long. So to see him do what he does, what, what are you talking about? He, he was, was wrestling. I mean, yeah, he wrestled oh, yeah. forty eight hours before. Yeah, uh, uh, I guess regularly. We don't see him wrestle regularly. <laughs> it's a special event at this point. Yeah, uh, you know, um, kind of like. When Undertaker comes out, it's a special event. Nah, a lot of people are afraid to take it for granted. Nah, thank you, Kamas. Uh, Triple, H, Triple H getting in the ring and wrestling is also uh, a special attraction at this point. So um, I, I just have to give them props for pulling out uh, one hell of a match yeah. on Raw. And, and with that, yeah. yeah. And I, was gonna, I was just going to say, you know, um, we take for granted how good Triple H is, you know, at this point in his career. This guy is Old, you do have to realize that, and he can still go like this, which is funny because uh, 10 years ago people would keep saying, Nah, here comes the shovel, here comes the burial. When he's been doing the same thing, then a man, yeah, ever since, uh, ever since when you know, he was beginning to be a huge, huge, huge star. But so, props to him, yeah, props to him, great match. With that, we end uh, episode number 104 officially. And uh, again, we're reminding you to join us on April 2 at Wingman for the NXT TakeOver viewing party. You got uh, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor in the main event for the NXT title. And you've got Sami Zayn and the debut of Shinsuke Nakamura. You've also got WrestleMania happening on April 4, Manila time. And we'll yep. all catch that via the WWE Network, which is now available here. So uh, we'll For the low, low price of $4.99. Yeah, we'll all flock to skinny mics and eat some wings and watch some wrestling. And of course, you got to watch out for the wrestling gods. It's myself, Ro, and classical Brian Leo. And we're giving away a lot of swag this time around because it's the season of giving for wrestling fans. Swag. It's WrestleMania season, right? Swag and swag, Suke. Yes. So on, on behalf of Rowdy Raf Camus and Ravishing Ro Moran, this is episode number 104, Stunning Stan C signing out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the SJP Podcast. To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarkhenry.ph.